Hello, welcome to GPS for Life for you. I'm so excited that you have taken time to join us today. We have been doing some awesome studies as we have uh, discussed Christ being our only foundation. This week, we have been talking about uh, scripture uh, coming from 1 Corinthians 3, uh, 10 through 23. I want to give you a little introduction uh, in regards to the, uh, this discussion that we uh, have been having. And uh, Bishop is also joining me tonight in our teaching. And we're just going to uh, expound upon uh, the previous teaching that we had from that 1 Corinthians 3, 10 through 23. So basically, we know that every builder understands the importance of laying a good foundation uh, prior to building the structure. Uh, even the most beautiful ornate house in the world is destined for destruction if uh, the foundation is not is not solid. Uh, it may not be the most exciting aspect of a construction project, but it arguably is the most important. So the foundation, if it's faulty, then that can cause the entire structure uh, to to collapse. And there are no shortcuts. Uh, to this part of the building project, and the builders have to therefore pay very careful attention to it. Uh, the church, likewise, we must uh, be also built on a firm foundation. Our theology, the doctrine, the practice, it must be rooted or grounded in something that's not going to shift or the bend or break every time a storm rears its ugly head. So the church is not limited to a physical structure uh, such as a house of worship, but comprises all genuine believers in Jesus. And so therefore, it is our lives that must be built on a sure foundation. So with that said tonight, we want to uh, continue in our discussion coming from 1 Corinthians 3, 10 through 23. And we want to talk a little bit tonight about, you know, being careful about how we build, particularly how we're building um, spiritually. So I'm going to, with that said, I'm going to uh, turn it over. Bishop has some thoughts that he wanted to, uh, to share uh, with us about how uh, we should be building in uh, this spiritual uh, aspect. All right, so Bishop, if you want to begin sharing tonight. Um, when I think about foundation, what's the first thing that comes to our mind? Well, the first thing that comes to my mind when you, when you mention a foundation is the Apostle Paul puts emphasis on here to, uh, in this study. Uh, Christ, our only foundation. Uh, when I think about foundation, the first thing that comes to my mind is uh, is, is planning. Uh, in anything we do, if we're going to build any structure, uh, we need some plans uh, in the world. If we're going to uh, put up a building, we would probably hire a designer, uh, an architect, an engineer mm -hmm. uh, to do a set of plans for us uh, so that we have an idea of what the finished product is going to look like. We have an idea about how uh, how many stores is going to be stores is going to be involved? How wide is going to be uh, uh, a, a specific plan? And as I say, uh, we we typically do that in the world um, as, as as a as a as a format for for any building. 
Um, well, biblically, uh, when we look at it, uh, designing and building uh, biblically, well, uh, we have an expert planner. Um, um, we know about Jeremiah 29 and 11, when God says, I have a plan for you, a uh, plan to prosper you not to harm you. We are familiar with uh, Isaiah 29, 11. Um, um, but God brought to, the Spirit brought to my attention another uh, scripture too that's, uh, that's relevant. Proverbs 16 and 3. Proverbs 16 and 3 says, commit your work to the Lord. And your plans will be established. My goodness. Mm -hmm. So we need to feel confident, just like if we were hiring an architect in the world, we need to feel confident, Pastor, that, that we have a master designer. We have a master uh, uh, planner already. Uh, and God has assured us that, uh, uh, that, 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 that our work will uh, come to great success if we if we'll follow his word amen uh just like an architect if you hire an architect if you don't follow the plan they there's no guarantee that the building will will be a success uh, only if you follow the plan mm -hmm. amen uh the same way it is with god if we follow god's plan then it, it's a promise it's a guarantee uh, success. Amen? Amen. So that's the first thing that comes to my mind when you talk about foundation uh, is planning. Mm -hmm. Amen? I'll, I'll, I'll pause if you have anything to interject there. Well, think, I was thinking about that as you were talking about um, the planning and having a specific plan and how important it is to think about things from really kind of from start to finish. And I think that is uh, one of the shortcomings that we have have today, both in the natural and in spiritual, you know, people don't often consider uh, consider the the end end re, end result, and so the the specific plan has to encompass many things, like you know, the cost, uh, the materials that are going to be be needed. Uh, whether you need specific contractors, if you will, you know, we have to understand that we have a part to do, um, but the contractor, <laughs> God, you know, God has his part to do and make sure that there's no, uh, no crossing over the lines that everybody is doing, uh, you know, what they should do in order to have the, the project to be completed successfully. Because then if, if we come in and, and we start trying to change or modify the plans that the architect has, has given, um, you know, that can cause, it can cause delays. It can, it can cause all kinds of, of problems. And, and so we have to, I love what you said when you gave that uh, scripture in Proverbs 16, three about committing to the Lord. And it's so important that uh, we have a, com a commitment. Uh, the same thing, if you have a builder, they're going to want to know that you're, you know, committed uh, to moving forth with the, the project. And, uh, and, and likewise, we have to, we have to do, do the same. And in order to have a successful building project, we have to commit it to, to the, to the Lord. 
Um, so yeah. those are some very, very good points, Bishop. Amen. Well, um, when we look at uh, uh, 1 Corinthians 3.10, the Apostle Paul says, he said, according to the grace of God, according to the grace of God, which is given unto me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation and another buildeth upon. Wow. Mm -hmm. uh, the Apostle Paul said he... He, he acknowledges a master builder. Hmm. <laughs> we, we have a master builder yes. in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. He is a master. He knows how to build. He knows specifically how to design. He knows specifically how to plan. He knows specifically how to build. Right. Every inch of the way. Because he is a master builder, amen. And so you don't, you know, with, 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 in the world, you don't start a building, uh, with, which is designed by an architect and certified by an engineer, uh, and it starts with the foundation. It starts with the a great foundation. You don't get halfway through the building and change, try to change the foundation. Right. That's that, that that that's impossible. Mm -hmm. You rely on the master planner. You rely on the master builder. That's what we have to get to the point to do in our walk with Christ. Right. And and the interesting thing too with that is I, I think about um, you know just trusting in the master builder. You know we have we have done uh, or you have done as I said with your architectural building skills. You have done numerous projects in in our home. Um, and, uh, you know, been able to uh, do the, the uh, design or the framework, if you will, uh, for the, the, particular, the particular rooms. And, and so we kind of work together on that. We understand that you're the, you create the spaces and then I kind of design it. So we understand uh, where, our, where our strengths are. But a lot of people are struggling, I think, uh, in their design, when you talked about the design, um, you know, we seek all types of uh, of information from people and other sources to try to figure out, you know, why am I here? What am I supposed to do? And as you said, the master, the master planner, you know, God has by divine design, he has uh, already determined what we need. And we can be struggling just like sometimes we said, well, you know, do we need to keep trying to figure out if we're trying to figure out the best utilization of this space? Do we want to keep scratching our heads doing that? Or they have programs, they have, you know, these CAD programs and all that can, can show you. And that's how God is. And through Christ, we have a master builder, that foundation, and we can have that uh, available to us for the asking, but we need to, to seek God uh, for those instructions and that design for, for our life. Amen. We have to seek the master builder. Mm -hmm. uh, now, the Apostle Paul here in uh, chapter 3 uh, of 1 Corinthians puts a lot of emphasis on the foundation. Mm -hmm. Because the foundation is so crucial to any building project. Uh, uh, the foundation, when we think about the foundation, the, sound, the foundation has to be solid. It can't be made, and Apostle Paul talks about this. This foundation can't be made of any, just any material. Uh, if you make the foundation out of uh, perishable materials, 
then it's going to decay. It's not going to last. It's not going to be able to withstand the storms and the, the weather. Uh, it, it's, it's going to crack on you mm-hmm. under on on, on pressure. Right. Amen? Yes. Uh, so it's important that the foundation uh, not only be established at a certain depth and a certain width mm-hmm. uh, but uh, as 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 any most construction uh, uh, sites today for a home, uh, a uh, a foundation or what we call a footing mm-hmm. uh, has to be uh, for most residential. It has to be like ten inches deep mm-hmm. and twelve inches wide. Uh, running consistently, not just in, 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 in portions, but running consistently throughout whatever you're going to build. That foundation has to be 10 inches deep, 12 inches wide, all around the parameter of the site that you're going to build. Mm-hmm. Can be no breaks in it. Mm-hmm. Amen. And the foundation is made of approved cement products. Mm-hmm. It's, prod- it's a product that's been guaranteed uh, to withstand uh, the weather. It's been guaranteed to withstand a certain amount of weight. Mm-hmm. It's not just, it's not any material, it's in, impersonal material. It's not going to decay ever. Right. It's going to stand the weather of time. Amen? So that's what Apostle Paul talks about put so much emphasis on the foundation and having a solid foundation. If you have a sandy foundation, it's going to wash away. Amen. And, and you know, the, I, I, I like it that you, you mentioned uh, a parallel foundation to footing. And when you were, when you were sharing that vision, what I thought about is just in the natural, if we lose our footing hmm. it, or if we misstep and, and step on a rock, I mean, we're, can be at risk of tumbling over or, or, or falling. And so the footing is what kind of grounds grounds us. And, and so it's important, as you said, in the building, uh, as well as in the natural in our life, we have to have that footing and it needs to be something firm. If you're if you're going along and you're on a firm surface and then all of a sudden you you step into something that's that's soft, uh, you're going to lose your footing and, and most likely you will fall and you could possibly be injured. And so that's so important. Amen. If the, if, if the footing is soft, then guess what? Everything is on top of it is going to fall. Because hmm. the, the, the weight of everything is on that footing. Mm-hmm. And if the footing is improper, then everything else is improper. Right, right. Amen? Amen. Now, um, uh, as I say, so we see why the Apostle Paul put so much emphasis on the foundation. Mm-hmm. Now, let me, let me just say something God showed me about when we talk about this footing thing. Uh, and you look, we, we talked about it from a natural aspect of concrete and stone and everything mixed to make it solid. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing we have to understand too. And this is true uh, even in worldly construction. Uh, and that's why the plan is so important. You, you understand with your plan how tall and how wide uh, your building structure is going to be. Well, God is the same way with us. He puts us on, first of all, he puts us on a solid foundation. 
But he puts us on a foundation that we can that that we can grow on from level mm. to level to level. Uh, we don't start out at the final level God wants us to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes we think we just we just need to be saved. Mm. No, God, God's God's plan for us is not that we be saved and have a foundation just for salvation. Right. Are you with me? Mm-hmm. Uh, he is. He he is. His plan is that we will grow from level. From one story, if you want to look at it, to another level, to another story. In other words, that foundation that he puts down, it will grow into into a a masterpiece. It will grow to what we call into the world a skyscraper. Right. And so again, we're and the foundation never changes. Right. And so, but the the potential as far as the change is in us and how we build that's why we said this whole, we open this about be careful how you build you because go. as you said that we know the firm foundation christ is is not going to change so then the results uh, of the end product that's going to be tested by the fire depends on how we build upon Amen. that that foundation and, and so that is that is so crucial that we recognize that yes god has a part uh, but we have our part as as well. And God basically has done everything that he needs to do. Mm-hmm. And so now the question is, what are we going to do? Are we going to continue to build upon, you know, that that foundation? Now we have something that's with precious stone, something precious like marble. But then we want to build a shanty hut on upon that after we have such a, a, a beautiful uh, foundation and a firm foundation. Amen. In the world, when you put up a when you put up a a, a structure, mm-hmm. uh, you you might get it up um, four levels, and a wind and a storm may come along and knock some of it down. That's like the the big bad wolf and the yeah, three little pigs. Yeah, yeah, it might, it might strong. but it's not going to knock down the foundation, right? And so it is with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, in life, we grow to different levels, and we might get knocked back. We might get knocked down temporarily, mm-hmm. but we go back to the master builder. Mm-hmm. He rebuilds, and he doesn't start us all over again. He rebuilds on that basic foundation. That foundation never changes. Can I get a witness? Right, right. Isn't that beautiful? But but ultimately, as we as we were talking about um, this passage in in First Corinthians um, three, and how ultimately the way in which we build is going to be tested by the fire or the assessment of God, what we built as far as the manner in which we lived our lives and the way we serve we serve God. And so if that building uh, is built with perishable materials, basically we're living to serve our own uh, needs and desires and not do the work that God has called us to do. That's not going to stand the test. Mm-hmm. And, and so uh, we have to be mindful. We can't just bank on the fact that we have the the foundation yeah that's that's good and we need to have that foundation and build on nothing other than that firm foundation but we still also have our own responsibility that when we stand before god will we pass the test through the fire based on how we have lived our lives and served god amen amen now let's talk a little bit uh, about the uh the apostle paul turns this uh when he's talking about this the foundation 
uh, and we we've talked about that this evening and how important the foundation is. Um, uh, uh, the Apostle Paul turns it to equate it to the church. Mm -hmm. uh, and the Apostle Paul talks about um, uh, Christ being that, that foundation, that Christ is that solid foundation mm -hmm. in which we must have uh, in this uh, Christian spiritual walk. Um, uh, and just like the Apostle Paul said in Matthew 16, 18, it says uh, the message to the church was that Christ said, upon this rock, mm -hmm. I will build my church mm -hmm. and the powers of hell will not conquer it. Mm -hmm. hmm? Amen. So that, you shall that, not prevail against it. Amen. 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 That, that, that's the message of mm -hmm. Uh, uh, it, 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 the church has to be built upon that solid rock, that solid foundation mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in Jesus Christ if it's going to stand. Now, remember when we say the church, we need to refocus and not look at the building now. We, 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 we put a lot of emphasis up to this point, Pastor, looking at a building. Mm -hmm. But now the Apostle Paul is talking about the church He's talking about each one of us. Right. Like he said to Peter upon this church, he was talking about Peter's revelatory knowledge of who he was. Right. That is the church right. that lives within us. Right. Yes. Right. You yes. see, the church is made up of many members, but we are each one the makeup of the church. There's one body. Amen. One spirit. Yes. So, so if we, each one of us in the body of Christ would realize that, that Christ is our rock. Mm. He is our foundation. foundation Amen. Yes. Uh, then it makes it much easier uh, for us to assemble ourselves. Mm. Just because we'll assemble ourselves, don't make us the church. Amen. And I think this is a good place to transition, Bishop. One of the questions that, that came up during this teaching asked this question. It says, what are external and internal factors that threaten the unity of the church? And why is it so important to protect unity in our churches? And what could you do to strengthen the unity of your local, your local church? So I, I think the number one thing that I'm hearing from this, this teaching bishop is we got to have the firm foundation. So even because, as you said, if we assemble ourselves, you know, in the name of Jesus as professed believers, but yet maybe our, our foundation is in the leaders or the foundation is in our gifts, in our, our talents, in the amount of money that we have or the prestige or the power. That's, uh, that leads to sinking sand. That Amen. is not the firm foundation. Amen. So the first thing we've got to do is that we've got to have the firm foundation. Mm -hmm. And then to build upon that, we all have to then walk in the spirit. I, I think about in Ephesians 4 when it talks about the fivefold ministry and how, you know, um, it, God in his giftings with the, he gave some to be, you know, apostles and prophets and uh, teachers and pastors, evangelists. But that was for the building of the ministry of the work for the body that we can come to the unity mm -hmm. of who Christ is and be more mm -hmm. like him. Not that we... Uh, seek to glorify anything in and of ourselves, but that we understand who he is and that we are ultimately, that is a growth process that unifies us as we grow and build uh, 
on that firm foundation with imperishable materials, things that will glorify God in the kingdom. Amen. Amen. Uh, uh, the pastor, uh, the bishop, uh, the superintendent, uh, they are not the foundation. Mm -hmm. They are not the solid rock. Amen. 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 Uh, Jesus is the solid rock. Right. And Jesus is the foundation. All of us in the, in the, in the body of Christ, uh, make up the, the assembly called the church or the temple of God. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, but each one of us uh, uh, have to be founded. Our faith has to be founded mm -hmm. on the, 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 the solid foundation, the, the rock. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Uh, Jesus, I mean, Psalms 127, uh, mm -hmm. uh, one says, Jesus said, the, the word says, except I build the church. Yes, yes. The labor is labor in vain. Mm -hmm. So when, he, when, we're, when we look at that now, uh, except Jesus built a church, what's that, what's that mean? That each one of us are built by him. We're built up in Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Amen. We, we are like, it's just the minister. It's just the pastor. It's just the, uh, the bishop that's built uh, on, a, on a solid foundation. Each one of us. And that's all going to be, Stand, we all have to stand before God Amen. and all of us will be assessed regardless of what office or position or what our call was. We will all have to stand before God and give account for what we did uh, Amen. And, and did not do. And if that glorified God. Amen. Amen. And, and unless we allow ourselves to be built on that solid rock, Except we understand we're built on that solid rock. There's going to be there's going to be no unity in the church. Hmm. There's going to be spirit. There's going to be division. There's going to be uh, uh, all kinds of things that that surface because Christ doesn't doesn't. He's not the, he's not the, he's not going to cause division. Right. And he, he's not going to cause strife. And you know, I love I love that when you that, that part of the question that says, "So what can you do? What can you do?" Uh, it makes it personal. What can you do then um, to strengthen the unity of local church? And some people say, "Well, I'm gonna you know I'm gonna pray for the leaders and I'll you know pray." And that's that's all all well oh, and good. good. But I think it's important for us to realize we all have an individual responsibility. You know, oftentimes I've heard people, you know, maybe they've gone to a church service and, and they were kind of underwhelmed. They didn't really feel like, well, uh, you know, it was it was OK. I wasn't really feeling that today. But the question is, what did you take to the bring to the table? Amen. So I think <clears throat> that our responsibility of what we can do to strengthen the unity in the lo local church is to make sure that our heart is right before God, that what we bring to the table is a heart to be unified Amen. and growing in the things of God, being more like Jesus. Therefore we're walking in the, in the spirit, not the flesh, because we know the word of God tells us that we walk in the spirit and not in the flesh that we won't gratify the lust of the flesh. So we have to purpose in our hearts to do everybody do their part so that when we come to, to the table, it's like I used to tell my kids uh, mathematically, I said, life is kind of like a mathematical equation. If you know, if you have two negative numbers, the end result is going to be negative. But the only hope you have for changing the right side of the equation to be positive is that you have to input more positivity. So if we are seeing negativity or things that are not 
uh, where there is uh, not being harmonious and unified in the church, then the more people that choose to bring something positive to the table or choose to be united, that helps to turn the situation around. So it, it takes an individual effort, I believe, on everybody's part to, to be unified and grow in that unity of who Jesus is and to mimic who he is and what he re represented. Amen. Yeah. And that some may be listening. There may be some who are saying that you can't have total unity in the church. Well, yes, you can. Absolutely. Uh, God showed us that we can in Acts 2 with the first church. Mm -hmm. The first church mm -hmm. uh, when uh, the day of Pentecost. Yes. The day of Pentecost mm -hmm. uh, in the book of Acts, he brought the church in one accord through a movement of the Holy Spirit. Yes. He brought everybody uh, together on one accord. What does it mean to be on one accord? He brought everybody uh, together on that solid rock, Pastor, mm -hmm. or on that solid foundation. Mm -hmm. And not on the world and what the world does, but on Jesus Christ and that solid foundation. That's what happens when we allow Christ to be our rock. When we allow Christ to be the solid foundation, uh, then we can, uh, we, can, we can be the church that God has called for. Amen. Amen. And can I read that, Bishop? Yeah. Since you referenced that, Bishop was talking about from from Acts, Acts 2, and he's talking about the first church. And I'm going to start um, reading in at verse 41. It says, uh, this was after the day of Pentecost. It says, then they that gladly received his word were baptized. And the same day, there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. Amen. So we see when, when the Holy <laughs> Ghost comes, Amen. you know, it says we're supposed to, to lift up the name of Jesus. When we lift him up, then that will draw all men unto him. And then verse 42 says, and they continued steadfastly in the apostles doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayers. Verse 43, and fear came upon every soul and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. 44 says, and all that believed were together and had all things common and sold their possessions and goods and parted them to all men as every man uh, had, had need. Uh, and they continuing daily with one accord Amen. in the temple and breaking bread from house to house did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, yes. praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. Amen. I mean, so that just shows us the lesson there from just the power of of the unity that's provided through the, the Holy Holy Spirit. Um, you know, how it brought people together. They were more mindful of others than themselves. They laid their possessions at the, the feet of the apostles. There were none in, in lack. They, you know, continued daily breaking bread together. And it said uh, they ate uh, with gladness and singleness yeah. of heart. And you still, and it grew the church. Amen. So, I mean, I think this is is wisdom. It, it shows us here based on scripture. You know, if we want to truly grow the church, we don't do that in our own efforts or in our own giftings. We do that by being led by the spirit and letting the spirit of God unify us as we walk in the spirit, not in the flesh. Amen. 
And Pastor, I just want to I, I just want to close with this and say this. Uh, each one of us need to practice this in our minds and our hearts and, and, and live by it. Uh, and that is this. The Lord is my rock, mm-hmm. my fortress, mm-hmm. and my deliverer. Amen? Amen. Uh, he is unmovable. If he's my rock, I'm unmovable. Come on now. Uh, he is unshakable. If he is unshakable, if he, if he is my rock, I'm unshakable. Mm. Uh, he is faithful. Uh, if he is faithful, then I'm, I'm faithful. If he's my rock. Come on. Amen. Hallelujah. He's our fortress. He is our very present help in time of trouble. Mm-hmm. Amen. Come on. Amen. Hallelujah. So uh, that's what I wanted to end up my part in saying, Pastor. And I'll turn it back over to you. Amen. Amen. And, and that that was so good. I, I think that's where we need to, to leave it there because uh, I think many people today are struggling and maybe are even feeling anxious given the, the state and the condition of the world that we live. And many people are uncertain about, you know, some things and how things may unfold. But I want to encourage you uh, today and with this thought, as bishops reminded us, if our firm foundation, if we are building everything on a firm foundation in our lives, in our choices, in our decisions. God's got us. And so no matter what may come to pass, we may not necessarily know what the future holds, but when you know who holds the future and you stand on that firm foundation, you can be assured that God has our best interest at heart. And so I pray that that uh, will encourage you uh, today. And also uh, it will admonish you to be mindful and careful about the way you are building because one day we will all stand before God and we want what we have built in the lives that we have lived and choices we have made. Uh, we want that to stand the, the test of, of fire uh, as God assesses the the works that we have have done. Although we're not saved by our works, the salvation, entering relationship with the Lord Jesus should spurn us to good works unto the Lord and to obey him and yield our lives uh, to him. Amen. Pastor, I just want to close with this prayer. Um, Father God, we, uh, we thank you tonight, Lord, for this time that you have given us, Lord, to share. And Lord, we, we thank you tonight, Lord, that uh, you are our solid foundation. You are our rock, Lord. We know today, Lord, there are a lot of things that are going on in the world. There's a lot of evil. There's a lot of, of distraction uh, uh, in the earth, Lord, that the enemy is using to pull us away. But we thank you for reminding us that you are our solid foundation, and you uh, can withstand the storms of life, the temptations of life, Lord, the trials of life. You have been tried and proven, Lord. And so I pray tonight for our nation, Lord, that uh, uh, those that have been shaken uh, by hurt, hurt in the church or uh, uh, disappointed for whatever reason, that they will come um, 
back to you, Lord, and, and realize that uh, you are that solid rock and they can depend on you, Lord. And we all can stand on, uh, firm in you, that knowing that you are uh, solid rock, you are our very present help in time of trouble, Lord. And so we thank you again and we pray, Lord, you'll continue to have your way in our lives, Lord, as we continue to press to be obedient to you and that you will get glory in our lives. Amen. 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 So again, we thank you for joining us uh, during this uh, time for GPS for Life for you. And we pray that you will be encouraged and reminded that God does provide solutions for life for you. So be encouraged. And we look forward to our next time uh, when we gather together. Amen. <music>